We are joined now by one of the favorites on this Colt roster. I'm talking about number 23. Kenny Moore joins us. Uh, first, congratulations. I know it's a little premature, but you going back, getting your degree from Valdosta State, you're going to graduate this weekend. Congratulations. It's not, I was talking about this earlier before we started. It's not easy, Matt. It's not easy being an NFL player with everything taken care of in your life. But, no, to go back and get that piece of paper, big congrats to you, Kenny. Thanks a lot, and it's good to talk to you all again. I appreciate it. How about uh, let's talk some football now. We're going to get into the month of May and what it means to you down the road a little bit. But going from a Matt Eberflus defense into a Gus Bradley defense and now having your second a year under your belt in a new coordinator situation, the scheme that they run, similar but always different. How's the comfortability now in Gus Bradley's defense for you? I think, like anything, you got to do your um, due diligence. And, um, you know, having the first year in the defense on to the second, uh, it's a lot of things that we can clean up, a lot of communication that we can fix. And uh, just having that extra time with the guys, uh, obviously hanging out off the field and then even on the field or, or in the meetings, um, every second counts. So, you know, just telling the guys, you know, the way that we win the football games in the fall is right here in the spring. So uh, just trying to make every day count. Obviously, I wasn't here last spring, but mm-hmm. uh, being in the room now, being on the field now to, to build that time with the, the teammates and, and, and have a, a shown face and uh, just to build that time, um, it means a lot to me personally. Last year obviously didn't go the way from a team perspective that you guys wanted to go. Certainly from an individual standpoint, last year didn't go the way you wanted it to go. How much communication was there in the offseason between you and the coaching staff to make sure this year collectively everything was trending in a better direction for 2023 as it pertains to this defense and your involvement inside of it? I mean, just to be right here sitting with you guys, um, a lot of communication had to take place. It was very important to me individually uh, just to honestly just wind back the timeline and talk about everything that that Mm -hmm. took place. And um, just to you know, be able to own up to everything and on both sides, and um, you know, just have that open space that we can, you know, talk about what was wrong with um, me or them or all of us, you know, spiritually, emotionally, uh, mentally, everything that 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 transpired, and um, just to be able to clear the room mm-hmm. was uh, something that I'm thankful for. Just to be able to have a, vo- a voice. Yeah, but it's it's a, it's a two way street, right? I mean, the, yes, the coachy, the I mean, Ron Miles and Gus Bradley, they've talked about they got to do their part to put you and everybody else on defense in the best situation possible. How much respect do you have for those guys to have the flexibility in order to to listen and to learn and to grow and hear from the players? I mean, just to be in a workplace where you know we can you know, state how we feel mm-hmm. and then, you know, you stand on that and then be able to hear from somebody else's point of view, you know, maybe down the line uh, something happened and you didn't know how, you know, they really meant by, you know, those actions or sure. they didn't know how I meant by, you know, whatever I said or whatever I did. Um, but to just, you know, backtrack and just be in a respectful place mm-hmm. to where we can be on common ground. Um, that goes a long way, and it's something that I'm, I'm truly thankful for. You know, once again, just um, being side by side and trying to, you know, win some ball games. Kenny, if you could compare what it was like last season a little bit, because it's tough. You have a coaching change in the middle of the season. Uh, you know, new coach comes in and everything. Everybody's scrambling at that point, and then all of a sudden, a few months later, there's a new rebirth. Shane Steichen's here. Uh, draft is a successful one, etc. To flip that switch, how tough is it for you as a veteran? Um, it just comes down to loving ball and loving what I do. Um, you know, dialing back in the off season, obviously I had to get cleared the month of February, getting cleared uh, the first week of March, and then just building that time, training, and uh, preparing for uh, this spring. 
uh, it's been a lot of talks with, you know, myself, my family, God. Um, it's been a lot of, uh, of, of those things to, to take place. But, um, you know, here I am. So I'm in a great place, and uh, I'm ready to go for Coach Shane and um, just ready to put it all on the line for the team, put it all on the line for uh, the city that I come from. You talk about missing the last month or so of last season with that ankle. Can you put it in perspective how much pain you were in? Because for you to not play – that's a big deal. And how tough was it to not be there for the team during that back half of the season, you know, during that losing streak to end the season? Yeah, we talked about it today, you know, just having that the, the presence missed um, the last month. You know, mm-hmm. there was a lot of explosives that we that we given up um, runner pass uh, in the last, um, you know, five, five or six games of the season. Um, honestly, I'm just trying to change the page, uh, flip the page from mm-hmm. um, all that happened and um, – just trying to make more moments, uh, great moments. As uh, with that being said, it was it was tough. Um, obviously, being down, down and out, and not being in the room with the guys, you know, on the field. You know, I was obviously here, uh, just trying to play my role, play my part. You know, I obviously had a, a new role from being injured, mm-hmm. but I still had a, a job to do, and I just communicate with the guys that was in the ball game. You know, I had to communicate with Julian um, you know when this crack toss come you probably got to get in you got to clear the highway you got to make room for Z right. to give o- get over top so uh, there's a lot of it was a lot of new things going on with not just myself but um, others around me and you know my new role was just to to be even bigger leader so sure. um, I just wanted to fulfill that. Kenny you're a veteran gone is uh, is face on gone is Gilmore you look in that room now, you got some young guys around you, some big, young, athletic guys that we got out of the draft. As a veteran, is this something, a role that you take, or does it just kind of happen the way it happens? These guys are going to be looking for some direction. Obviously, following you, you're a top 100 player in the NFL, so they see somebody who spent over five years in the league. Is that a situation or a role that you'll take? Any role that I have on the team, you know, every year is different. Um, I'm going to take that role, and I'm going to treat it with honor and respect um, just to be in this seat. Just to just to be in this you know this type of blessing, um, you know we got Julian Brents coming in. I I was just talking talking to him a week and a half ago about some other stuff that you know we had some stuff off the field and just to get to know him. And then obviously we drafted him is it's like dang that's crazy that's crazy like we were just <laughs> Thank talking. Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> nah, it's uh you know I, I, we got some mutual friends and you know I, I gained to know that he was from the east side of Indy mm-hmm. and you know he was from here. And, uh, you know, just to have him in the room, I got a familiar face already. So uh, just to – I just want to let the guys know, and, you know, I talk to them every single day, like, we got to do this together. Like, it's not me, you know, telling you guys what to do or how it's, you know, going to be done. But, you know, I, I'm more so lead by example, and we're going to take charge like that. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I, I do got to lead more uh, in, a, in a bigger role. And, you know, just having the guys over to the house, um, spending more time with them in the training room or uh, before or after practice, um, having that communication through text, you know, on a daily basis, uh, and just getting everybody to to honestly just be more open and have more communication, um, you know, whether it's during the week or on a weekend. Just just getting to know each other because I know, Mm -hmm. you know, when the bullets start flying and we're on the field and it's third down, we got to have it. And we – we we're dependent on each other to be in certain spots. Like I gotta, I gotta know that you're gonna be there, and I gotta go harder for you. So you know, the more time mm-hmm. that we spend off the field, the more time we spend on the field, um, just just putting that time in, the better we'll be when when things when we when our bats are, are against the wall. All right, I got a two parter on on Anthony Richardson. A, what's your excitement level to have him 
competing to play quarterback next year as a rookie, drafted fourth overall. And the second part of that question is, from a defensive angle, how tough is it to face a guy like that with his skill set when you're trying to stop all that he can do at the quarterback position? My excitement level, like you want to, you want me to give you a number? Yeah, what, or, whatever. Okay, what, I mean, one to ten. I'm very excited for the young boy to uh, the young kid, <laughs> or, you know, the young man. I would say, uh, with all respect, uh, the young man just to just come in and and be him. And um, whatever role that they have for him, mm-hmm. whatever role that Sh- Coach Shane gives him, um, that he flourish and that, and he prosper uh, within that role, and just you know make everybody else around him um, even better. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's the true leader. Once you make everybody around you better, and like you said, playing a dual quarterback like himself, you know, I remember those times whenever we were playing Watson in Houston, right? And and those times like that, he can make you undisciplined. And you know, whenever he begins to scramble, he's rolling out of the pocket, and you got a guy um, that you got to guard, or you're covering a certain part of the zone. You don't know whether or not someone is behind you, or if you should just go get him because you know the the rush broke down. But (laughs) so I'm I'm really glad to have one of those guys on my side of the ball and uh, see how other people react to it. That was a scary thought, what you just said, because you have to make that decision that Kenny Moore makes in an eighth of a second. Oh, yeah. Do I stay or should I go? Mm -hmm. I mean, right there when you're playing somebody like this. Sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong. Right, right. Right. Here's what I'm going to say about Anthony Richardson. This young man is going to make that young man a better professional by picking him off in as many practices as you can (laughs) and making him better. I'm serious like that. It takes veterans like this to make young quarterbacks. I've seen it through the years to make them better. That's your job in this spring and coming into the next season. Pick off Anthony Richardson let's make him better yes sir and uh, it'll be it'll be definitely uh, vice versa you know if I'm showing him certain looks you know if if I'm showing him certain looks and he thinks you know I'm telling it too too much you know I I do this with uh, Garner now you know you let me know uh, because that's going to help me versus Mm -hmm. another quarterback and if I'm giving him good looks you know I'm telling him hey we're in this right here we got to because I'm trying to make him better as well. So right. uh, that's just how it's supposed to be. All right, last one for me. I want to double back to what we talked about at the top. For you, congratulations, Jeffrey. We're talking to a Hall of Famer here. Kenny Moore, by the way, <laughs> it was inducted. He was a part of the 2023 class of the Gulf South Conference Hall of Fame. Hello. Playing at Valdosta State. Yes, sir. Hello. Right? That was early in April. Mm-hmm. Congratulations Thank on you. that. You just graduated college, and you, you majored in organizational leadership, mm-hmm. minors in political science, and public administration. Yes, sir. How, how much were you studying? Were you taking classes during the season to get this done? What, what did that entail? Um, I So after my first and second year, I went back to school in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I probably took a class in the spring, and you take a class in like a Maymester or a summer class. Okay. So you have you know two or three different times that you can take classes. Obviously, when the season uh, comes back around, you don't want to sure. be too caught up. Right. So I, I like to keep the main thing the main thing most most of everything. And so um, you know, after my first and second year, I took classes. I didn't go back third or fourth year. I went back my fifth okay, and then after my sixth. So uh, I just had two classes this past spring. Um, I just finished up classes. That's so uh, great. That's awesome. Week. Yep. That's so great. Congratulations. From me. I would have been like, ah, screw it. No, nah, I'm done. <laughs> well, it's, no, it's no I'm surprise. Get, I know. Oh. No, no, it's it's no surprise. Yeah. That's the difference between me and Kenny. <laughs> I, I actually remember a lot of conversations after my first year. We were all talking about what we were going to do in the off season. I'm like, I got to go back to school. Yeah. And uh, yeah. a lot of guys were like, hey, right. I, I'm a millionaire. Yeah. I, I don't have to yeah. do that. You know, like, I, I'm, I'm this guy or whatever. But why why like, was it so important for you to do that? Um... 
I sort of made my mom a promise. Um, a couple of weeks before my last college football game, uh, we were getting ready for the – we ended up playing the UNC Pembroke. Uh, I dropped out of school after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, had two all-star games in Daytona. Came to Indy, ironically, to uh, train. Sure. Uh, right before the draft came up. And so let's rewind back to the last couple of games of the season, uh, my last year in 2016. Um I was in the kitchen and I was telling my mother and my grandmother um, that I was going to drop out of school once the season hit. And I, I didn't know at this point if we were going to the playoffs or whatever. All I knew is at some point down the road, I think this is all I got uh, for college. And so it was it was a lot of, you know, chatter within the family. And they, they weren't really proud of the, the decision that I had made mm-hmm. at that time. And um, respectfully, I was like, you know, I, I think this is just the time in my life that I gotta focus on football. I, I gotta do what I want to do. Yeah. And uh, you know, traditionally in my family, you you go to college, you work. You know sure. what I mean? It's the that's our American dream, mm-hmm. and uh, you're not leaving for athletics. And so, because we we had never seen it, seen that in my family before, but I was just telling my mom, hey mom, this this is just how the athletes do it. Mm-hmm. Like you you, I can't wait to right. graduate college and then figure out the league. That's not how sports work. Sure. So I was like, if anything, if, I don't, if I'm not good enough for the league, I'm going to accept that and I'm going to embrace it and I'll just come back to school and I'll get my degree. So uh, my family, they just kind of just dealt with it and uh, I had to just prove to my family how good I was in football first. And right. and, uh, and then obviously um, going back to school, I didn't, I didn't always tell my mom whenever I was back in school because I just wanted to – be like, hey, mom, get my there you go. degree this year. Oh, it's like, great. Yeah. It, it's my, it finally came around. So yeah. after my rookie year, she knew. After my second year, she knew. But I didn't go back. Like I said, third after my third and fourth season, it kind of like slipped everybody's mind. Yeah. So after 2022, I went back and then yep. 2023 finished yeah. up. Well, she raised a good one. That's and you, right. you proved yourself right. Congratulations yeah, you to you. Congratulations, mom. You raised a great young man who's more – well-rounded outside of football than most. You're mature for your age, young man, as well. Been to a lot of locker rooms and stuff, and that leads me to my last question. Would you like to be an owner of an English Premier League team, or would you like to be an owner of an IndyCar team? Because we have the month of May here, and I know you're big out of You love both. You're you're big at the track anymore. I hold both in high regard. Uh, I have a lot more access. I have a lot more friends and, um, you know, the drivers and and staff, and I love everybody at IMS. I got to go with English Premier uh, one of those teams over there. I love, I love the tradition, uh, the players. I'm a really big fan of soccer, so EPL for sure. Well, we'll be looking for this young man to do just that. Real quick, we have a winner for the, the month of May race? Picking anybody um, early? I think my good friend, uh, Patricio Pato Award, mm-hmm. uh, has a really fast car. He's this always season. strong, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, been, um, he's been up there for sure a lot this season. and You know, he, he could have made a lot more of it, but um, – you know, I trust any decision he makes because he's a ninja. So, uh, <laughs> other than that, uh, we'll just see how everything plays out. But I got 500 miles. Arrow. Well, have fun out here on the field. Have fun at the track. Have fun in England when you finally do get your hands on that English Premier League. But, Colts fans, we have a great one here. Uh, one of the best best guys, like I said earlier on, on this roster is Kenny Moore. Lucky to have you. That's love. Appreciate you.